people? Welcome back to the BCMA Podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai, and this is episode number 44, and I'm back. This episode took a little bit longer than expected, um, and we'll get into that as we move along. In this show, we're going to talk a little bit about Gable Stevenson, who just won the gold in wrestling, um, Will Harris, and uh, Anatomy of a Fighter, and how all that kind of ties into what I'm going to get into, um, which is storytelling. So many beginners. Uh, let's talk a little bit about ways you can get better. Um, we'll do that at the end of the show. Before that, if you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend. Uh, if you want to stop by the gym, www.luckysmt.com. The gym is busy. Um, we have some fights coming up. Everything is going spectacularly, even with the rise of Delta and all this other stuff. I will only comment on this very briefly. Please protect yourselves and protect those people around you. If you're choosing not to be vaccinated, please protect the other people in some form or fashion, whether that's testing and making sure you're not contagious, etc. Thank you. Much appreciated. <sighs> Onward. Okay, so I was planning on shooting this episode last week, but unfortunately, when I picked up my daughter, um, she was sick and she was sick for like four days with the crazy high temperature and like couldn't hold anything down this whole thing. So um, obviously couldn't shoot the show, do all that stuff, but you know, a trip to urgent care, some hardcore daddying and um, she's back to hundred percent. And so I am back to doing the thing that I love to do, which is talk on this microphone to, you know, my random 40 or 50 people that listen. I love y'all by the way. Um, so let's talk about Gable Stevenson who wins the gold in the Olympics. In wrestling, I really got on to Gable, not just at that, at this moment, you know, I've kind of heard, obviously heard his name and all this stuff, but, uh, Will Harris did an anatomy of Gable, like, a, you know, how he does little documentaries and whatever, this anatomy of series, uh, I think he did one with Khabib, I, um, I don't know, a bunch of different people. Anyway, I watched that man, and by the time it rolled around that the matches started happening, I was fully invested with hoping this dude wins the gold medal, um, for various different reasons. And that's neither here nor there. Congratulations to uh, Gable Stevenson and also Will Harris for putting out this freaking dope ass content. But the real deal is the same thing I've been saying forever on this microphone when it comes to uh, Muay Thai and kickboxing in this country, what we need is storytelling. Because, yo man, as good as all these fighters are, nobody's, they're not getting enough uh, content about their lives, about them. You you can't become invested in the fighter without storytelling. I think early UFC sort of behind the scenes videos or what, I don't remember what they were, count, were they countdown videos back then too? Whatever they were, um, were much better than they are now. I think now it's sort of down to this weird ass formula and it's not as, I don't feel as invested in the fighters as I used to. Maybe there's more fighters now and they just don't do it. They just have this little cookie cutter thing that they do. I don't know, but for whatever reason, I'm, I'm definitely more interested in the stuff in the anatomy series and some other things that I've been watching lately as well. Um, but yeah, man, storytelling. If you wonder why this country has not jumped off in Muay Thai and kickboxing, I've said this over and over and over. Storytelling. You got to tell people who these people are, who the fighters are, where they come from, you know, what they're fighting for, what their background is, like... You ha they have to be 
people have to feel them to want to buy these tickets and pay-per-views and all these different things. Otherwise, you're just not going to, nothing's going to happen then. We're going to keep seeing glory on some random, you know, you have to go hunt for it. Lion fights, you, you know when it's on, you got to go kind of look for it. Man, we need some storytelling because I need to know who people are. I need to know who they are. Um, this is going to come out, and I don't know if it's going to be in time for the uh, Cyril Gain um, Black Beast fight, Derek Lewis, but I don't know who to go for. Obviously, I'm, I think I'm going for Derek Lewis just because I've been supporting him for so long. I can't jump ship now. Um, I'm happy for Cyril, too. I think this is a great fight, and I'm not picking. You know, I know who I want to go for just because of, like I said, how long I've been supporting Derek Lewis. Um, and he's been there. You know, a lot of times fighters get to these points, they have to have these failures, and then they come back. And you see these things a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, you know, Derek lost to DC. I think that was that that was a moment, right, where he where things changed for him. I think this is important sometimes. Not everybody can be uh, Floyd Mayweather or Habib or any of that. Sometimes guys have to learn from their losses and then return better. So Cyril Gann can definitely win, but, you know, Derek Lewis has had to overcome these ups and downs to get to this point, and he might just be at a better point of being ready. So big shout out to both these dudes. I wish them both luck. Um, man, can't wait for it. All right, we've had a lot of beginners come through the door. So, you know, I feel like I keep having to go back a little bit through the curriculum and try to fix things and help them start. A lot of guys start from the beginning. Some guys are starting after a couple of years of training. Some, you know, there's all different levels coming through our doors. So um, I put together like five things that I thought were ways that beginners can get better. These are not like new, but maybe because you're coming to this gym and you're listening to this podcast, um, you'll take these things and use them for your benefit. All right, first things first. Everything starts from your base. So I, I actually put shadow boxing, but shadow boxing specifics, like working on your base and your footwork without throwing punches. It's not necessary to always be slinging punches, knees, elbows, kicks and stuff when you're shadow boxing. Sometimes you can specifically work on your footwork, your base, how you're moving. It's super important to be able to do that because if you, don't have a good base, which I actually saw yesterday uh, from a student who has some experience. Um, and I was just moving around in front of them and they were crossing their legs, wobbling left, wobbling right. And I thought to myself, wow, you have experience, but you, if you can't stand, you're gonna have a hard time fighting. And I don't mean that in a, in a rude way. Like, I just mean, it's very difficult to defend yourself or often or give offense if your legs are sort of not sure. And for me, I think that's super important. So shadow boxing, obviously working on your jab, you know, working on your defense, you can, you can do a whole round or a couple of rounds, just working defensive, um, move movements, countermeasures and so on. Shadow boxing is definitely my number one. I feel like it's something that you can always do. You don't need anybody. And I know it's true because I'm not the only person that walks around the grocery store and might shadow box in an aisle just randomly. I know, I've seen you do it, other people. I've seen you. I know you do this. Um, all right. Number two, uh, hitting pads and drilling with friends. Obviously, this is definitely going to increase um, how fast you grow in Muay Thai, kickboxing, whatever you're doing. Pads are great. 
drilling is great, going through these repetitive motions and actions to sort of sort of treat, uh, teach your body how to move in this way. And also just like I said, getting through the, re the repetitiveness over and over and over and over and hopefully getting better as you're moving along. Repetition is key for so many reasons, but people, you know, I've heard this, you know, the 10,000 reps and 10,000 hours and 10,000 this and 10,000 that. And when I say it, I'm always like, look, at 10,000 kicks, that's when you're about getting a kick good, like you're starting to get the kick. You need another 10,000 to be like, all right, I got it. So for me, repetition and drills and pads and even just bag work is great. So those kind of things where you get to go over the movements over and over and over with somebody else is always great because now you have a body in front of you. It's not, um, you're not standing in front of uh, an object that's not throwing anything back. And what happens there sometimes is the bag is moving and you stop moving because the bag isn't moving enough or you're not threatened by the bag. So having a partner is always great. Um, number three, private lessons. Why is that? Because just like drilling and pads and all that stuff, it's fantastic to do because you learn a little bit from doing the motions and the movements, but you actually have a, an, a critique and a critical eye looking at you and helping you pick apart the little things that you may be having problems with that say another partner that's about your skill level may not notice. Or because you guys are drilling, you're more working on um, like I said, the repetitive nature of the actions and so forth and so on. And you're not digging into, uh, the mistakes or the, the errors in, uh, hip turns or, you know, where your hands are when you're throwing punches and so forth and so on. And that's what private lessons do. They dig out and show you, um, the, the errors in some of the things that you might be doing in the sport. And what that does is shows you how to also have a critical eye about yourself. So once you've been in front of um, an instructor that can really help you disseminate what's wrong with your either your stance or your movement or whatever you may be having problems with or even re um, encourage you and, and tell you, yeah, you're on the right path, that's when you start to have a more critical eye about yourself. You start to pick your own self apart while you're working and then you become better um, as a Muay Thai um, aficionado, a Nakmui, whatever it is that you might want to be doing, even if it's just getting in shape, that even if it's one private lesson, that critical eye, man, it means so much. It helps you so much. The de I said this yesterday like a thousand times. The devil is in the details. The details really, really matter. All right, studying. Um, you know, YouTube is a fantastic resource. And I know a lot of us watch the videos on YouTube. I know this because we repost them or other people repost them and I see them and I know that you've watched them. Watching a video and studying a video are two different things. You can for sure watch fights and just be like, yo, I'm enjoying this fight. It's great. I hadn't seen this one before. It's awesome. But studying a fight requires you to take a little bit more um, open approach so you're looking at the fighter's footwork, you're looking at the details the fighters um, uh, and the choices the fighter's making. So you can also say, oh, you know, in this situation, I could potentially make this choice. Or how did they do that? Let me rewind it, play it again, rewind it, play it again. How did they get to that point? So forth and so on. Studying is key. If you really, really wanna get good, don't just watch the videos for the content of the videos. Watch the videos so that you may 
understand better what it is you're trying to do while you're sparring, hitting pads, hitting bag, shadow boxing even. Um, studying is paramount. So make sure you're spending time digging through even some of your favorite fighters' older fights. Um, go through the history of things. Look back and, and, and watch uh, everybody along the way from the greats to the not-so-greats so you can see where the mistakes were made. All right, studying is ah, chef's kiss, yo. Last but not least, my jujitsu instructor rules. Jorge Pereira, you know, I'm, you know, I know what you mean. Uh, consistency is key. You can't, people, oh, man. I wish there was like a, a blue belt type uh, curse thing for uh, Muay Thai because there for sure is like a blue belt curse. So the blue belt curse in like jiu-jitsu is like once every, once you become a blue belt, you stop. You don't ever get go beyond purple. A lot of people quit at blue belt. In Muay Thai, it is similar. People get to a certain point and they say, ah, okay, I'm good. I think I got it. Or they just stop coming because they feel like they got it. Man, consistency. So when people talk to me about when I was fighting or when I was doing whatever and, you know, when I watch guys now and I, I see either their ego or or – or even their, their whatever it is, when I see these these different sides of them as they decide they want to fight or they want to stay in shape, whatever it is, if they want to fight, I watch because I'm like, man, you know, I really had to motivate myself to show up every day to train because I, like I said, I didn't have coaches. I had some friends to train with here and there, but I didn't have like coaches like that. So I literally had to tell myself every day to fucking, hey man, you gotta go, you gotta go train, you gotta do this, your guy, the guy you're gonna fight's already training, so forth and so on. And God, it's hard for people to do that. It's hard for people to do that. And it's hard for people to do that when they actually have a coach. So I will only offer that, you know, the best thing that you can do is um, try to be as consistent as possible. Uh, it's hard to get better when you're not consistent. And if you cannot be in the gym, you should always be practicing and then working on like the next time I get in the gym, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to be ready to do this or that. Anyway, all that being said, there's five ways that can help you get better in your Muay Thai or even martial arts journey. If you take and apply these things to other martial arts you might be doing, they could for sure be helpful. I hope they help you. Um, <clears throat> that's it from here. This episode, like I said, it took a minute, but I got it done. Episode 44, inching closer to episode 50. There's going to be a bunch of guests on 50 because I got to throw down for that because who knew, right? Um, if you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend. Uh, looking forward to seeing you. If you're planning on coming to the gym, www.luckiesmt.com. Drop us a line and we'll see you soon. Peace. I'm out.